Oh, the Golden Stallion is here, and we're going to talk about, well, last week. <laughs> Which, of course, last week was Porkfest. Uh, started, what was it, June 22nd to the 25th or whatever? What's say, 26th? Yeah, to the 25th. Uh, started on Wednesday, I guess technically. There were some mini-events uh, before then. I don't mean that as any kind of insult. So if you were at Somalia Fest or whatever the fuck they were calling it, you know, I'm, I'm not knocking you. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, it was, um, I was there all week. Uh, I was there from, actually, I was there from Tuesday uh, all the way till, you know, right through into Sunday. In fact, I even stopped by, uh, Stephanie and I, uh, we stopped by on that Sunday, uh, you know, to say goodbye to everybody. You know, I mean, that's kind of one of the first things about Porkfest. We'll, we'll, we'll break this all down. But basically what I'm doing, well, one of the things you do at Porkfest is you run into people that you haven't seen in a while or people that you get to meet for the first time, etc. And so, you know, you want to say proper goodbyes, etc. and hang out, you know, one last time and everything. Anyway, um, we're going to talk about Porkfest. I'm going to give my review here. Uh, that is the purpose of this little Patreon episode uh, to tell you what I thought of it. Um, certainly in the past... I have been very critical of the event for a multitude of reasons, even before I was really like, I guess you could say a thing like, <laughs> like my, when I went to my first pork fest, um, I, you know, sovereign tech didn't exist yet. Uh, I wasn't on the radio for anything. Um, at the time I was just, I was Stephanie's boyfriend. So, you know, like that's, that's, that's kind of how people knew me. Uh, so, so that was, uh, you know, it was, it was very interesting. Um, anyway, I, I I'm not going to give you like a whole rundown of my history at Porkfest, but bottom line is that, you know, in the past I, I've, you know, over the, over the years, and I think this might, might've been, so my first one was 2012 and the first one that I missed was last year. So I guess I've been to 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2017. This would be my fifth pork fest. There, you heard me count it all down. How about that? Um, and this this might be one of my favorites. Maybe next to the first one or so. This 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 might be might be my that I went to. This might be my might have been my my favorite one of the bunch. Um, and yeah, like I said, we'll, we'll break this down. You know, I'll, I'll talk about everything that went on there. Of course, if you listen to this week's Sovereign Tech already, uh, episode 231, that was all recorded right at Porkfest on Saturday. People just walked up. Of course, it was great. We had Lynn Albrecht walk up. Uh, Ellen Ball was there. Uh, and of course, Paige Peterson. Um, uh, also, uh, Dan Kroll was there. Uh, I mean, who's, who's a patron will probably hear this. Uh, just, it was an awesome gathering of people. You know, Ryan Taylor, of course. Um, and all just came together and just talked about whatever we talked about all kinds of shit the whole time, uh, you know, for, for just about two hours, uh, I left some room to talk about my book, which I might talk about that a little bit more here, uh, while, you know, during this episode. So, but if you heard that, well, you heard some of what happened at Porkfest and also last week on Patreon, uh, Patreon only, I released recordings of, uh, of two of my talks at, um, at Porkfest. So that, I did technically a third one. I didn't know that it would shape up to be a talk. Pretty much everybody just wanted to like ask me questions. And so originally I had set it up. Um, it was supposed to be, it was going to be a workshop. Um, that's the way that uh, the, the guy that, that who really helped, it really made my pork fest uh, an enjoyable experience, that being Roger Paxton, uh, who I just love. And admittedly is also, you know, he, he, he uh, he's on the, uh, Resist the Empire podcast, you know, Star Wars Libertarian podcast, uh, which is also a sponsor of Sovereign Tech. Um, 
you know, originally we had thought of it as like a workshop and we'd have, you know, I was going to have Paige there and I was going to have Stephanie there and they were going to help, you know, people like set up their stuff and whatever. And, and it just turned into a Q and a, which I'm, I'm sure, you know, please them because they didn't have to work then. And, you know, I'm just like getting grilled with these questions and, you know, <laughs> haven't, haven't answered them or whatever, which that, I mean, that was tons of fun. Don't, don't confuse what, what I'm saying here. So, uh, so yeah, so, so did that, but I didn't record that because like I said, originally I just thought it was going to be a workshop and I wasn't going to record it. I, I kind of wish I did because it was a lot of fun, even though a lot of the questions were, you know, it, it, there was a lot of people that just, that just came over from, cause it was right after my main talk, which was about, uh, you know, which was about reclaiming privacy in a mobile world, right? Uh, they, they, they all just moved over to this tent where I ended up talking. Uh, and it, I mean, it was really, you know, really, I was honored. I mean, it was amazing to have that many people come over. You know, I ended up packing both, uh, you know, both events. I ended up packing the pavilion, uh, and then I ended up packing this, you know, this huge tent, uh, with, with people. I mean, it, it was standing room only, you know, at, at, at both things, which was, you know, I mean, I, again, I'm honored. Um, but yeah, so when everybody came over, I mean, a lot of the questions, I mean, there were some Sovereign Tech listeners there. I got to meet some very cool Sovereign Tech listeners that I know I've wanted to meet for a very long time. Uh, you know who you are. I stopped and I talked to you. Uh, and it was, you know, a lot of the questions were stuff that maybe Sovereign Tech listeners, especially longtime Sovereign Tech listeners, already know. Like, you, like I've already covered these things, you know what I mean? So, so there's a lot of new people that came on board, and which, which is nice. And, and I've, I've seen a very nice bump uh, in my listenership numbers because of that. Uh, and so, you know, that's, that's great too. You know, that, that's really turned out uh, very well. But, you know, I had plenty of people tell me they came to Porkfest to see me, you know, or they came to see me and Stephanie or maybe me, Stephanie and, and Brett Vinod or whatever, you know. Uh, but like, in fact, that was fun. That was probably the thing I heard the most was that everybody, there was three people that everybody wanted to meet. And that was me, Stephanie and Brett Vinod, of course, of the uh, School Sucks podcast, uh, which, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's fine company to that for me to, to, to be in, you know, as, as far as like, like who, who, who wants to get caught uh, or, you know, who wants to be seen. Um so, yeah, boy, where, where do we take this from here? <laughs> so let's scroll it back to the beginning and talk about this. And uh, again, overall, and I think I already kind of said this, overall, I enjoyed my time. Um, like, I, I had a really good time. Uh, I could talk about past critiques. Maybe I'll save that for later on in this episode, uh, you know, if I think to do it. But I didn't, I didn't really have much in the way of, of, of critiques for, uh, for this. But we'll, we'll, we'll keep going here. So anyway, uh, Stephanie and I, we actually, we stayed off-site um, we, we weren't directly on, uh, you know, cause like at, at Porkfest, which is at Rogers campground in Lancaster, New Hampshire, for those that don't know, Porkfest is the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Uh, it's run by the Free State Project, which I'm technically a participant of. I'm actually mover number, uh, 966. I'm within the first thousand. Uh, and it's all about people just wanting to get together and create liberty in their lifetime within a very specific geographic area. And Porkfest is sort of a festival to kind of like convince people to, to come along. It's very similar to in the nineties. I mean, it, it's, it's almost like a libertarian burning man of sorts you could say uh not not exactly to that extreme uh but even burning man you know both burning man and i think what really what the what Porkfest is trying to be is based off of hakeem bay's work uh temporary autonomous zones uh where you have festivals 
that are like in, in so in Hakeem Bey's work, which is an anarchist work, uh, I, I actually enjoy the book. I, I know there are some questions about Hakeem Bey and some of his tastes that are, uh, you know, obviously he wouldn't be invited to Porkfest. Um, but anyway, you know, the concept is, is that you could like with temp- temporary autonomous zones, okay, that Hakeem Bey was talking about, or even what he also called PAZs, which were permanent autonomous zones, which the term PAZ might be known to some Sovereign Tech listeners. I actually get it from Hakeem Bey. Um, anyway, the concept is, is that you hold festivals to try and like find people that you can bring into your little freedom, your little anarchist community. And Hakeem Bey wasn't, is an anarchist. Uh, I mean, he has another name too, Peter Lombard Wilson, but whatever. Anyway. Uh, and so that, you know, that's the notion. And Porkfest is certainly a siren song to try and get people to say, look, this is how it can be here. You know, if, if, if all of us get to, you know, 20,000 people, which is what the Free State Project is trying to, which they have that many signers, but that's what they're trying to bring in, um, you know, to the Free State Project. Uh, you know, if we get 20,000 people into New Hampshire, then this is how life can be like. Like, that's kind of the notion. So it's definitely a way to, you know, to attract people into the Free State Project, into this geographic area. And obviously it works. I mean, it works for a lot of people. For, for a lot of people, Porkfest, they will tell you, and I think they're dead serious about it, that it's the greatest week of their life. Like, I mean, you know, they just, they, they, they absolutely fall in love with it. Now, I don't hold it in that high regard. In fact, there's events that I, I kind of like more, um... But that's not a slight or a knock against Porkfest, really. Uh, so anyway, that, that's that's what that's what Porkfest is. So at, at Porkfest, it's in this you know huge campground. There is, uh, you know, there's like there's little you know hotel rooms effectively that you can stay on there. And then just a bit down the street, there is uh, the Cabot, uh, the Cabot Inn, you know, which is a, ho- a hotel, separate hotel itself. I mean, it's, it's walking distance; you can get there very quickly. Uh, so. But but Stephanie and I were actually we were both off site from that we we weren't even you know at like on on site at Porkfest uh, and we had a lot to do you know part of that being um, I mean and I, we didn't know how much we were actually going to be there uh, Stephanie ended up you know pulling some volunteer shifts for free aid that's fr 33 com if you want to find out more about that which is just like this volunteer medical service and of course Stephanie. You know, I mean, she's a PhD. She was going for her MD as well. I mean, she's as legitimate, in my opinion, you know, as, as a, a medical practitioner about as, as you can, you know, as you can get without graduating with the P, with the MD. And even then, um, so regardless, um, you know, so we, we ended up being there pretty much every day of the event because either I was speaking um, or or, you know, Stephanie was was pulling, you know, some some kind of volunteer shift uh, with with free aid. Um. But yeah, we stayed off site and we spent, I mean, we didn't spend like tons of hours at Porkfest, but we were definitely there for, if, to varying degrees on every day. Uh, and so, you know, while we were at, at the hotel, I mean, so the first couple days, so here, here was a goal that I had to, I had to achieve for Porkfest to understand why I wasn't on perhaps on site all the time was because I had the book uh, that I talked about on this past week's episode of Sovereign Tech, episode 231, which is uh, Dark Android, the 2017 edition. Okay, which is a guide on how to, you know, implement mobile security best practices and reclaim privacy, etc. Um, I so doing doing that, uh, you know, writing that book, like I had to finish it. I had to make it happen. Um, I spent a good amount of time in the hotel room doing that. The, ho- the hotel we were staying at, I was I was writing, you know, finishing up that book, chopping a lot of stuff off. Um, I could I could do a whole special talking about 
you know, what it took to make that book. And I may do that in the future. I'm, I don't think I'm going to end up doing that here. Uh, so lot, some people have already bought the book. If you want to buy a copy, all you got to do is go to darkandroid.info and you can get your hands on it. 150 pages, you know, uh, tons of screenshots. It's a, you know, it's a step-by-step how-to guide for implementing all this different shit. So anyway, um, I had to finish this book. I finished it like Wednesday night. Okay. So the first, so I got there Tuesday and like the first night of Porkfest, I finally finished it that Wednesday night. But then Thursday, I was working on all day, pretty much on getting it published, getting it up on Kindle uh, and everything. And fortunately, uh, like Thursday night, it was done. It, it was it was done. I had, in fact, that day, that, that Thursday, I had a, a talk to give, which if you're a patron, you might have heard it last week uh, and you still can go listen to it. But I had a talk on mesh networking with uh, for as a part of Alt Expo for uh, with Paige Peterson, and it ended up also being Ryan Taylor there. It was a tremendous talk; people loved it. Um, and uh, so, but I mean, that whole time that I'm like giving this talk, I'm like, okay, is, are they going to let my book pass? It's like I got to have it for tomorrow so that people can buy it when they're hearing my talk, you know, on Friday, which was the talk about reclaiming privacy in a mobile world. So obviously, the book Dark Android directly addresses what I'm talking about during that. Um, and so that, that was kind of hairy, <laughs> you know, making, making sure that happened. It ended up, did happen, you know, it did happen, uh, at like 9 PM or something that night, uh, Thursday night it, uh, which I guess it would have been the 20, 22nd maybe, or the 23rd, um, the, you know, the book Kindle, I got the email and it said, your book is published, you know, bravo, well done, etc. You know, do this, do that. Uh, great. <laughs> so, so that was out. And then I could finally breathe and actually relax a little bit. Um, and so then Friday, uh, we spent a good amount of time, um, going to, you know, I had, I had that, the talk at three o'clock, uh, on Friday that was, you know, reclaiming privacy in a mobile world. Um, and then I had the workshop right after that. And so I did both of those. Uh, again, like I said earlier, I mean, I was actually everything, like even the, the mesh networking talk, it was all packed houses. And that, that really meant, uh, you know, meant a lot to me. Um, I mean, I, you know, I wanted to get all kind of golden stallion about it and be like, I put the asses in seats, baby. But, you know, I, I didn't, I, I wasn't going to be that crass. Uh, but it, it was uh, just a great time. Um, and then uh, Saturday, Saturday, I, you know, I had to record, uh, Stephanie had a shift for free aid uh, that was like two hours long. I spent that two hours right by the free aid tent recording Sovereign Tech. So every day I had something going on. Every day I had something to do. Uh, I really wish there's a lot of people I would have loved to have had on Sovereign Tech. I mean, I would have absolutely loved to have made that happen. Uh, Roger Paxton in particular, would have loved to have him on. Um, I, I mean, it, it just, it would have been really cool. Part of what I think made that so tough is that there was no, and and this is this is a little bit of a critique of of, of pork fest that I'll, well I, I have a couple to make but one of them is that there was no media room so in pork fest pork fests of yore um, there there is a there's like this one main kind of conference room okay that I mean and it's it's a camping site so you know you can imagine I mean it's a nice conference room for you know it's a nice little it's a nice room for what it you know for where you are uh, I, you know it's no no knock on them. Um, 
But that was always the media room for years. And it's where Free Talk Live would air. It's where all kinds of podcasts could take advantage of equipment by Ian Freeman, who Ian Freeman is not allowed to be at Porkfest. Um, even though I guess he was there the night before recording uh, Free Talk Live with Roger, with Roger Paxton, uh, which I appreciate that being made available. Um, Anyway, usually it was just, it was a wild, you know, just a great little place where everybody could kind of get together and everybody could take advantage of, you know, of the, the professional equipment there and everybody could do live shows. I mean, this was a very popular thing. People would just go and hang out in the media room and watch all the podcasts and radio shows that were being done there. Uh, and it was, so it was strange not having that because that for me is a huge draw for going to Porkfest is getting to see these live shows, being a part of these live shows. Like every year, I like I, you know, after after I would become known, you know, because of Sovereign Tech, uh, I'd get asked to be on all kinds of shows while I was there. And it, and it was just a lot of fun. You'd line up guests and everything, and it just made for uh, a really great time. But that's not a part of the program anymore. Uh, so if it was, maybe things could have been a little more interesting. I could have been a little more formal with what guests I had on. I was, you know, fortunately, the guests that came on, it was all very gracious and wonderful. It worked out great. Um, but you know, there, there it is. So, <laughs> uh, so that, that, you know, there's a lot of people I would have loved to have on. I would have loved to have had Tatiana Moroz on. She performed there and was incredible. Uh, and she gave a talk and all that. I mean, all that ended up, you know, just being wonderful. Uh, but there's a lot of people I really would have loved to have had on. I would have loved to have had a spot where all the, I mean, because I know there were a lot of Sovereign Tech listeners there. I know how many people emailed me saying, I'm only going to Porkfest to catch you, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. It would have been so cool to have that one place. I mean, and, and I know some people had, like, I think Roger had, had a nice setup um, to, to, you know, but it just, the communication didn't work. It wasn't as, it just wasn't as simplistic as like, okay, let's go to the media room and make it happen there. Um but anyway, it, it would have been great to have everybody like, to have an audience and all that stuff. That's a lot of fun because I did Sovereign Tech Live there once. And there was, once again, it was a packed house. Everybody wanted to get on the mic. It was it was such a great time. I would have loved to have done that again. Uh, but, it, you know, just for varying reasons, uh, it didn't work out, you know, this year. Um, so that was kind of weird, not having the, you know, not, not having the, the media room. That was That was new to me because I didn't go last year. And I guess... There wasn't really a media room last year either. I could be wrong about that, but whatever. That that was that was kind of strange. Um, as far as other things, you know, about Porkfest, uh, definitely felt like there was a lot less people there, like a lot less people. Uh, and like, there's this popular thing that people do at night at Porkfest. They, there's a bonfire, okay, uh, by, nearby the main pavilion, and usually people will, you know stand around this bonfire and whatever people are doing, you know, what they do. Uh, and they are, uh, you know, usually people are talking or they're, you know, they're consuming things, if you know what I mean. And whatever. I mean, it's not really, I don't really care personally. I don't really care to stand around the fucking bonfire often because you're having to deal with a lot of people like, Hey, you want to do this? Hey, you want to do that? And I just, I just, no, I don't. And I don't care that people want to do it. That's fine. It's just not my thing. Okay. That's all. That's all. It's just not my thing. You can, it can be your thing. Relax. I'm not going to, I don't, I don't care if you do it. Uh, you know, your body, whatever, go ahead, rock and roll. Um, so, I mean, so I'm not the biggest fan of, of, uh, you know, of really doing that, but 
kind of ended up at least checking it out. Uh, one night I was around it for a good while, but otherwise, you know, I kind of just ended up looking around and checking it out. And it seemed like usually, like there's so many people, like you can't even get close to the fire, you know, uh, because there's so many people standing around it. And it just seemed like this year there weren't that many people standing around it. Now, maybe that doesn't mean that there were less people. Maybe there's just more people of my, I guess, of, of my particular flavor that, just don't, you know, that's just not their thing to do. That's entirely possible. You know, I, I don't, I don't know how, how all that, uh, worked out. So, uh, there was concern, you know, speaking of around the fire, there were concerns that, uh, that were made, have been made, or, you know, that I've been made aware of that, uh, Reason Magazine was there. Not uncommon, like Nick Gillespie of Reason, you know, he's often a guest and a speaker, uh, there, but Reason Magazine was like taking a lot of pictures of people like, exchanging drugs, you know, you know, doing a deal and taking them and all this different stuff. Uh, and some people felt like, boy, you know, do we really need to be taking pictures of all this and maybe putting it on a website or in a magazine or something? Well, you know, I, I mean about that, well, I'll, I'll, all right. So, so, so I'll tell you this, uh, first off, yeah, just on a personal level, I'm not saying they can't take those pictures. I'm just saying, I, I think that's kind of dumb. I like, I, I, I really, you know, unless you're just publishing, I mean, even then, like you could say, well, what if they're publishing it in California or Colorado, you know, where, where, you know, marijuana is legal and all this shit. Well, obviously, you know, I'm not going to confirm anything, but I could imagine that there's a whole hell of a lot more, uh, you know, just marijuana going around. Right. So yeah, I, I thought that was just bad taste, bad form, you know, to, to do, uh, I mean, like you read about, you know, stories from like the Guardian or, or other other journalistic publications uh, that have integrity where they won't they won't take pictures of what's going on. They'll describe what's going on to you in a story, like, say, if it's a drug deal or something else that's happening. Um, but they wouldn't take pictures. So I, I thought that was kind of a dick move um, on their part, especially when the Free State Project has been in the past, too much criticism from myself included has been kind of against, you know, say certain events being recorded or pictures being taken or, you know, things like this. Think of like a Liberty Forum where they had Edward Snowden and there was a, you know, a, a, for, for what the Free State Project is, a, a fairly large scandal over uh, the fact that, that they didn't want anybody recording, but people recorded the Edward Snowden talk anyway. And I, I get it. There's a fine line to walk here. It's like, oh, wait a minute. So you want us to allow you to record the Edward Snowden thing, but then you're pissed off that you're, you're taking pictures of drug deals. Well, I think these are two very different things. And I think, you know, complaining about that argument is, is, is that's dubious to try and say that they're in any way comparable. They're, they're really not. Um, but anyway, uh, there's other people that were walking around, uh, people that I consider, uh, you know, speaking of questionable integrity, uh, that I think have very questionable integrity, uh, who just seem to be obsessed with, like, taking pictures. In fact, uh, there's one guy in particular who uh, I don't know that I need to name, um, but he's well known in the liberty movement for taking pictures, like, all the fucking time. You know, honestly, I think, you know, no offense to photographers. I have great friends. I have people that I care deeply about that are professional photographers, but I think people that just go around at conferences all the time and are just constantly taking pictures sort of for their own collection, uh, 
you know, of people particularly, not like, I mean, I get it. You want beautiful vistas or you want to take selfies of yourself. You know, you want to take shots of the White Mountains, you know, up in, up in New Hampshire and all that stuff. Oh, I totally get that. But to like, to constantly be taking pictures of other people's and goings on, like nonstop, I, I don't know. I, I think somebody's a little fucked in the head when they want to do that. Like there, there's just something, it seems really creepy to me that somebody wants to take that many pictures and particularly like of people you don't know. Again, there, there's, I mean, everything's down to time and place and all this, but but there's one particular person who just does it like all the time. And I always, I find it like, I just find it really fucking creepy. And I've made it a point to completely avoid uh, the the lens of this person. Um, in fact, it, there was a point around the fire where it, it almost, I, a picture of me was almost taken and I ducked right out of it. I don't mind pictures of me being taken. I had so many people, so many fans, so many Sovereign Tech listeners ask me to take a picture with them, you know, get a selfie with them and everything. That's fine. That's no problem. Just, I don't know. I, I get weirded out by people that are just constantly fucking taking pictures, uh, you know, of other people. And there's never, I mean, it's, it, it, what I've seen of it, there seems to be very, um, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of consent. Not that you have to ask for consent. Holy shit. You know, but I'm just, you know, this, this goes back to, it's kind of a dick move, like what Reason Magazine did. I, I think that was kind of a dick move. That's it. Um, so anyway, uh, you know, that, that, that was going on. Uh, you know, speaking of people, by and large, that was another a, a positive that I'll give, uh, is that I felt like a lot of the celebritarians that I, can, that, that I think really, like, uh, uh, ruin a scene uh, were not there. That was great. Um, I, was, I was really, you know, pleased by that. Um, there were a couple people there that I, if I'd known they were there, I might have like really, you know, said something or whatever. Like Lauren Southern was there. Uh, she has, you know, to quote Jeffrey Tucker, there, <laughs> uh, fascists have no business at an anti-fascist, anti-fascist, you know, conference. And she's a fucking fascist. I mean, she's, she's, you know, crazy. <laughs> watch her videos read her book well don't i mean don't if you want to save your sanity uh but I, you know I, I i probably would have like had a blockade to keep her out since she's so interested in uh keeping in, in creating blockades of her own and keeping people from uh from entering other countries um i wouldn't i would have i wouldn't have minded creating a scene in blockading her uh from getting in so, uh, but by and large, I mean, I, I didn't really see anybody that questionable. Uh, there were a lot of, it seemed like a lot of the talks were uh, just based on what I saw on the schedule. I didn't get to catch really much of the talks, but a lot of, a lot of Christian centric, a lot of, a lot of religious centric stuff, whatever, you know, I mean, it's, it's going to be there. I, I don't care for it. I don't, it, just based on looking on the schedule and, and my perception of that could be off base, Um I wouldn't have stacked. It, it seemed like, like really, uh, the deck was was very much stacked with a lot of religious shit on the schedule. I I wouldn't have, you know, I I, I think that looks odd and and could detract a, a lot of people. But I guess maybe it could attract a lot of people. I don't, I don't know. But but that's that's just personal taste uh, on on my part. So, but really, you know, maybe having the fewer people, maybe having um, the fewer like you know, more bigger names, more commonplace celebritarians there, uh, made it, made the event a whole lot more palatable to me. So, and, and, you know, the Porkfest organizers and whatever, I mean, they treated me wonderfully. Uh, so, you know, I, I have no complaints 
you know, as, as, as far as that goes. And as far as I know, I think I'm invited to speak next year as well. <laughs> but I could be wrong about that. But that 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 was I, I seem to remember that that conversation sort of happening. Um, and it's fine if it doesn't happen. I'm you know just putting it out there. And uh, but I know that I mean I got to meet so many wonderful Sovereign Tech listeners. Um, I didn't think so. One of the all right so. Yeah, that, that was wonderful. So again, mostly positive. Uh, let me get into another negative. And this is a negative that actually I've held for years um, with, with Porkfest in general. Uh, and that is like everybody kind of packing guns. Um, I don't want to take away your quote unquote right to guns, even though the right to guns doesn't exist. I'd love for people to explain to me. So where does that come from based on your humanity? I get it. You know, if you feel you have the right to property, okay, then it's property. It's not guns. Like, get it straight. Uh, you know, let's let's not beat around the bush. I mean, that's what makes it always sound so insane, right? Is that, oh, no, I have a right to guns and, you know, right to bear arms and all that stuff. It's like, well, yeah, but humans didn't have guns, you know, <laughs> thousands of years ago. So where exactly does that right come from? Uh, that's why it always, I, I, it drives me nuts when people make that argument. Just argue about property. Don't argue about guns. You, it, it's fucking stupid. You know, to 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 push that so hard. That's why people think you're crazy because you sound like you're. No, I just really want to be able to have a fucking gun, and it makes you sound violent, right? Um, you know, there's people there like they had an AK-47 on their back and and rifles on their back and whatever, and they're packing various things. Um, in the you you know when you go to register to get you like your you have to you know you wear a wristband or whatever to be able to get access to the talks and everything at, at Porkfest. Um, and to, you know, get into the event itself and whatever. Um, at the registration desk, they give you a bag uh, with a bunch of different goodies in it, you know, magazines and, you know, various paraphernalia. Uh, in fact, there's a, there was a, a Sheldon Richmond book that was in the bag this year that I was like, oh, shit, that's worth the price of admission alone. You know, I'll fuck yeah, I'll take a Sheldon Richmond book. Uh, I, lo- I love Sheldon's work. So anyway... Um, there was a, you know, very, very, you know, kind of brightly, I mean, it was dark, but, you know, very noticeably colored piece of paper that was all uh, guidelines of how to handle your firearms, uh, you know, at Porkfest, including talking about what happens when you're drunk, what happens when you're taking certain substances and all that stuff, which is a very, very valid thing to, you know, to bring to people's minds. Um, there were a few characters going around that uh, I, I thought were, shouldn't have been packing, and they were. But, you know, based upon the, the, the way that they were acting and, and whatever. But I, I get that. Um, it wasn't as bad. So, like, in, in Porkfest years past, years previous, like, I, it was really crazy. I mean, you would have, and I've talked about this before on Sovereign Tech, you know, you'd have the combination of, like, people, you know, using camo, uh, you know, camouflage-styled tents and everybody would be wearing like seemingly like army gear and all this stuff and they'd be packing guns or whatever and like and then in combination with the summer heat there were times where i said it's like wow pork fest kind of feels like afghanistan you know this is so wonderful and i've cracked uh you know i've also you know made the observation that if uh, a, a legitimate uh, news organization came in and said you know and and was coming to like you know this this peace festival which is what I think a lot of people would call pork fest. They'd call it a peace festival. And they just saw everybody like armed to the teeth. I, I think they would come off as very odd to, you know, to this, to, to somebody new uh, to the whole scene. Um, so I, you know, 
I get it. They want to exercise their rights and all this stuff and they want to be politically incorrect and whatever. And, and I, and I don't want to really do anything about that. Um, I still just think it looks like really bad form. In fact, to some degree, it even looks, it even looks stupid. Uh, because you know, some people, I mean, like the argument for having rifles and all this different stuff is that, well, I want to be able to protect myself against whatever happens to come my way. Well, I can tell you as somebody that has been in the U.S. Army, uh, you know, the first people that you kind of, uh, you know, let's say, let's say the worst case scenario happened or whatever, you know, uh, and I'm not talking about a pork fest. I'm talking about a very abstract general out in the world. Okay. Suddenly everybody just wants to have AK 47s or not everybody, but a lot of people or certain people want to have uh, AK 47 strapped to their back and all this different shit. Okay. Now my military training, the first people you you know, say, say there was a revolutionary situation going on, right? It's violent and all this stuff. I don't want this shit to happen. I'm just saying, you know, making, making the case here. Okay. We're, we're talking hypotheticals. This is a completely hypothetical situation. Um, the first people that would get taken out by the opposing army would be the people with AK-47 strapped on their back. There it is. Like, I, I mean, you just, you look so stupid when you, when you like are, are flashing all of this shit, you know, <laughs> like, like if you're wanting, like, you know, if the Porcupine Freedom Festival, if Porkfest is all about, okay, this is how life can be. Well, the very worst thing you want to be doing is showing your heat, like having it out there because that makes you an easy target. Like, you know, in life, if, if there was, I, I, I mean, it's just, it's all so fucking dumb. <laughs> it's just so fucking dumb, you know? And you see, like, I mean, some people, you know, have these long barrels and everything. I'm just like, oh my God, like, like what? Like, what are you even trying to say? You know, again, I'm not saying don't own guns. Go ahead, fucking own guns. I don't care. Do your thing. Have a great time. I'm just saying it looks so stupid. And I think it does so much more harm than good if you're trying to, like, get people on board with, uh, you know, the ideas of liberty and whatever else. It, it, it's just it's fucking stupid. And it's just always there. There's always some fucking muprons, you know, like, like, like you know, flashing this stuff off. And, like... I don't know. I guess maybe there's people who think it's attractive. I think it just looks ridiculous. Even if I was somebody, even if I was that kind of warrior, you know, soldier type, you know, and all that shit, right? Like, I would call these people idiots. Saying, what the fuck are you doing? You, like, like, you know, wearing shit like that. What do you think this is? I mean, you're even giving off the sense, this is a war zone. Oh, it's just so dumb. It is so dumb. And it's always there. It's never going to change. It's always going to be a part of Porkfest. It's always going to be the thing I'm going to complain about. But I complained about it. I said it. So there. Now, again, that has really nothing to do with the Porkfest organizers. I'm not, I'm not insulting the institution of Porkfest or whatever. But I'm just saying that, that the libertarians going around like that, I just, I think you look fucking stupid. And if you're one of them, well, I, I, I said it, you can, you can live with what I, what I had to say. Okay. And if I lose patrons over it, whatever, I don't care. Uh, because you know, are you trying to create liberty for, I mean, this is fine. Like if you really just want liberty for you, and this isn't about making liberty for a much broader uh, perspective, that's okay. But then like, what are you doing at Porkfest? Because I kind of thought that that was Porkfest's goal was to like bring in as many as people as possible. Um, you know, and get them knowing about the, you know, the ideas of liberty and everything. I thought maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I need to go back to the website and, and see what it's all about. I'm just saying that I think that that, that completely achieves the opposite goal of that. 
So there. Anyway, I'm not saying you're stupid for owning a gun. I'm just saying you know, doing the macho flash and everything there, and like like your big shit, it it comes off as the exact opposite. You know, because well, whatever. I I could talk about guns forever, and I'm not going to keep talking about it. Nothing wrong with owning guns. Nothing wrong with having a gun. Nothing wrong with packing. I just I think it's crazy to be you know to 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 go to the extremes. Uh, you know, and everything else that 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 people there do. It, it, it's just, it's, it's, fuck, it's too much. So anyway, um, let's see what else we got. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I didn't get to catch some of the events. I know there's the popular one, Soapbox Idol, where everybody can kind of get up on the stage and they can, I actually got as, asked to be a judge for Soapbox Idol this year. Um, I, because of varying reasons, I didn't get, you know, I, I wasn't available to do it. Uh, but I was honored to be asked. Um, it would have been interesting. Um, I mean, you know, people get up there and they just start ranting and raving. Or a lot of people actually also asked me to participate, to be one of the, you know, to be one of the idols on Soapbox. <laughs> right? Uh, and, um, you know, but I, as far as I know, that was great. Uh, that, you know, that that went really well. And so, you know, a lot of fun to, a lot of fun to be had. Um, something that was brought up that, and I could be wrong about this, just based upon what I saw, um, that was brought up by uh, Paige Peterson, actually, on the Sovereign Tech uh, Prime episode this week, was that Bitcoin, like cryptocurrency was there, you know, blockchain was there, you know, that like that, that you know, those technologies were, were certainly talked about, part of the program, etc. But like Bitcoin, I don't, I didn't see Bitcoin really being in use. And of course, that's because the fees were ridiculous. I mean, if you went to buy a sandwich from somebody that accepted Bitcoin, you'd pay twice the price for the sandwich. I mean, it was just, you know, it's really crazy what's what's happening with that. When in the past, like Bitcoin was, you know, Bitcoin companies were one of the major sponsors of uh, of Porkfest. So that was interesting that that, you know, how, how that ended up shaping up. I mean, there were still blockchain companies that were, you know, that were sponsoring it. But yeah, I, th- I thought that that was that was very, very interesting, uh, you know, that how, how that ended up uh, really taking shape. Um, the Wi-Fi situation there, the Internet situation has always been a bit of a problem um, because you end up, you know, you get a thousand or how I don't think there I don't I don't know that there's even a thousand people there this year. But however many people you end up getting at Porkfest uh usually you know that 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 clogs the you know the lines uh <laughs> i mean like verizon was always the one that worked really well up there i think it's different now now sprint also works up there uh but anyway the internet situation seemed to be far uh far superior uh this year in fact it was being uh sponsored by uh there was like a little wi-fi setup that was being sponsored uh, by a company uh, and phone signals seem to be okay. I mean, there were some problems where people weren't getting messages right away or whatever else, but by and large, the internet situation that I saw, uh, was, was a far superior situation to years previous. So kudos for that. Uh, that, that was really cool. Even though, again, I don't think, um, I don't think Bitcoin and, and, and cryptocurrencies were really, you know, like a part of the program so much. Uh, I felt like also there was a lot more diversity this year, uh, you know, like across the board, I felt like there was a lot more women, um, you know, a lot more POCs, all that. And I, that was, that was really interesting to see. That's just, I mean, that's, that's an opinion based on my perspective. It's not like I walk around the entire grounds to really know. Uh, but I thought that that was, you know, that, that was, that was a nice shift to see. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, by and large, like I said, it was a very positive thing. 
um, you know, despite anything else that I've said, I, I, I thought this pork fest was, uh, you know, was, was pretty good. And I'm not just saying that because I was asked to speak at it, uh, even though that was, that was very nice. And I had a lot of people, you know, say that, you know, while they really loved, you know, my talks and that, uh, uh, in fact, Lynn Albrecht, uh, you know, she <laughs> she apparently skipped out kind of on one of her own little events just to come and see me talk. And, and she thought it was great. And, and that I was really honored by that. Uh, boy, she's just remarkable. Um, and yeah, yeah, it was just overall it was it was really a great time. I don't know how much more else really to, to say on it. I didn't see too much crazy. Not really. But I think part of that could have been because uh, and what I mean by crazy is like you know, more of the woo shit. And I don't know. I mean, like there was definitely a lot of, you know, there's, there's a religious bent to some degree, you know, to the event, like I described, but yeah, I wasn't seeing a whole lot of woo stuff, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy, uh, which, which I thought was, was kind of, you know, it's kind of nice <laughs> just in my opinion. I mean, maybe it was happening in areas that I didn't see. Uh, but you know, I think part of the reason that that was so was that you didn't have so many of these celebritarians that have really gone completely off the deep end. Um, you know, as far as like what they're recommending and what they're, you know, telling people to do in life and what their cult of personalities are following them into, uh, you know, it, it's, it's interesting. I've, I've noticed in the past couple of years and it was probably happening before too, but like a lot of celebritarians, they're really just pretty much going into shamanism, not, not necessarily tribalism, even though there's some of that, but like full on shamanism, uh, where, you know, they're, they're recommending just like all this wacky fucking shit like you know totally you know no longer evidence or science-based anything uh it's 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 really getting crazy uh and and you know a lot of this shamanistic stuff is just yeah i mean it's becoming the norm it's what every you know it seems to be the the new trend uh in liberty in fact that you know i i didn't get to talk about this on a sovereign tech prime episode and i had lined it up to do so but the new york post did an article about a, a family that were breatharians Fortunately, didn't see any of that <laughs> at Porkfest. But if you don't know what breatharian, uh, breatharianism is, breatharianism is this uh, conspiracy or conspiracy theory that humans really don't need to eat or drink, um, that they live off the energy of the universe. And there is apparently this family that, that is, they, they call themselves breatharians. Now in the New York post story, I'll probably talk about this on sovereign tech, maybe even this week. Uh, you know, in the New York post story, like this family admits, no, they drink water, they eat on social, social occasions and whatever else. So, I mean, they're not really breatharians because they're not, you know, they're not completely eschewing, you know, consuming things. Um, and they have children and all this other wacky shit. I mean, it's, it's really crazy. Um, but you just wait. Breatharianism, that's, that's probably going to be the next big trend in liberty, you know, libertarianism and like voluntarists and anarcho-capitalist kind of circles, I think. Uh, you know, right now the big trend is ayahuasca and, you know, this other bullshit. Uh, but yeah, I, I think, I think that's, that's going to be our, our next one. Uh, so, <laughs> so keep an eye out for that. Uh, again, fortunately didn't really hear or see anything like that at Porkfest. Uh, yeah. So Anyway, uh, I don't know that I have a whole lot more uh, to say on it, but just it was, it was very nice. It was great getting to see uh, people that I haven't seen in a while. Great getting to meet a lot of uh, Sovereign Tech patrons, Sovereign Tech listeners. Uh, great to bring on a lot of new listeners. Uh, that's, that's very exciting uh, for me. Uh, it was just, yeah, it was, it was a great time. I mean, people come from all over the place, all over the world, you know, to, to be at Porkfest. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's really cool. I've always felt that way, that that aspect of it is, is really just so fantastic that, that 
And it's great too, because it, it kind of shows like this whole notion of liberty, of personal freedom and all that. It's not just something for, you know, for the white folk, uh, like everybody from all over the world, all kinds of crazy countries, you know, will show up at Porkfest. And I just, I, I think that that's, that's awesome. And it, it kind of proves the point. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that about, I think that pretty much covers it. Uh, I just, this was just meant to be a little episode just describing, you know, what, I, what I thought of the, um, of the whole thing. I know there are other events kind of going on at the same time. Um, like there's the Michigan peace, love and Liberty fest. I think something like that, uh, that, that, you know, that was happening and some people were speaking there. Uh, and I know Jeffrey Tucker had to skip out on being at Porkfest because he had another event that he had to go to. Uh, I mean, this is, you know, that is certainly exciting too, that these kind of festivals are being held like all the time now. Uh, and at points where certainly obviously in the North, you know, where, where it's, the weather is a bit more palatable to everybody. Um, but it's cool that these things, that so many of these things are happening, that people have the choice to go to different ones and, and, you know, whatever else is going on. Uh, you know, I will say that about the weather. This is probably, I mean, okay. So I was in a hotel room, so I didn't have to deal with the rain. It rained a lot, uh, you know, during, during Pork Fest this year. There's years where that happens, years where it doesn't happen, years where it's 50, 50. Uh, and I know like sometimes it was torrential rain and people had to kind of deal with that. And I, you know, I feel bad that they had to deal with it or whatever. I'll tell you, if you do, if you ever decide to go to Porkfest, you get what's called an XWT uh, tent, which stands for Extreme Weather Tent. Like, get shit. Here's a tip from the Golden Stallion. If you want to go camping, you want to hang out in a tent. And I love camping. I love staying in tents. You got to spend at least $600 on a tent. You, you cannot get away. Like, you're not going to handle... I mean, in New Hampshire, it isn't even known for its rain, but you're not even going to be able to hand, handle New Hampshire rain if you're buying, you know, a $100, $200 tent or even like a $50 tent, obviously, from like Walmart or something. Uh, you really want to spend the money on a great tent to be able to survive, you know, or I mean, to, to handle anywhere that you happen to, you know, camp at a festival. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, and I looked around, and I'm like, oh, not a lot of expensive tents out there. This is going to be bad, and and it was bad. Everybody was talking about how they got rained out and everything. <laughs> well, there you go. You know, you, you really you got to you got to put the money in when it comes to a great tent. Um, I'm a big fan of like Cabela's. Like they sell the different styles, like the XWTs that can handle crazy winds, and you know you could camp in Alaska with them and everything. I mean, that's that's kind of the the, the style that you want to rock with. Um, so anyway, uh, but. The weather was really good this year. Like it was never like too blistering hot. I mean, I got sunburned, but part of the reason was I actually, you know, I wanted, I walked around with a tank top and I, I wanted to get a tan. Like I, I, I have some, some crazy white skin where I've worn a shirt and I just, I want to get rid of that. Uh, it's where, you know, a good chunk of me, uh, particularly from being in the military, like, you know, is, is, is plenty tan, you know, and can handle just about any sun that comes down. So I, I really wanted to, to get that. So, but regardless, I mean, largely it was, it was very cool. Like the weather was not bad at all, uh, during the event, which is kind of rare for, for pork fest. Like usually it's, it's pretty blistering hot, kind of like I was describing earlier. So again, overall, just a great time. Uh, the only regrets I have are that I didn't get to hang out with more people. Like there was a lot of people I would have loved to have spent a ton more time with that I planned on spending time with, uh, that I wanted to, um, you know, and record with and whatever else. And that, that just didn't get to happen. Uh, thanks to the Porkfest organizers for, you know, giving me such a great stage, such a great venue, uh, you know, to, to contribute to and to be a part of. Um, that was a real honor. 
Uh, and I, I hope that, you know, I don't know what kind of feedback they get. I hope that I was a positive part of it. Um, so th- there you go. <laughs> All, you know, any my my, and I, I think I only had a couple of complaints. I mean, my, like my two complaints aside, this is just, it, you know, Porkfest was, was a good time uh, this year. And, uh, you know, maybe I, I know I hinted at, I think it was in episode 231 of Sovereign Tech uh, with Paige that we would talk about the point of the Free State Project. I think that would make for a hell of a Patreon episode. And so that's something that maybe you can look forward to uh, that we'll knock out. Um, I have other content coming out this week. Of course, I will also have um, I will also have the, uh, the Q&A. The Wednesday Q&A will come out. And we're probably keep an eye out, okay, for the post um, on Patreon because I'm, we're going to have to do the live, the June version of the live Q&A hangout uh, this month. We're going to have to do that. Patreon is supposed to be making that like a, a they're, they're baking in kind of that live streaming technology. Um, I will, I'll take advantage of Patreon's version of it when that comes out. But for right now, we're using Google Hangouts. Um, so, you know, we'll do that. We'll, we'll make all those happen. So you got great content coming out this week as well even more than just the Wednesday Q&A. And uh, I think, I think, and I'm just saying, I think uh, that there should be a new Sex and Science Hour out this week as well. Uh, and of course, got a dynamite, I already know what I have lined up for Sovereign Tech this week. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we're going to have a great time. So anyway, that's it. Uh, Porkfest, woo, good times. Uh, love, you know, I mean, I just, I love New Hampshire. It's such a beautiful place. It really is. The, the whole the whole geographic area is just wonderful. I particularly love northern New Hampshire. I think it's just stunning. Uh, possibly the best part of the state, as long as you don't, or, you know, of the of the geographic area, not the state. <laughs> uh, as long as you don't mind not having all the modern conveniences of, you know, of, of, of all the different restaurants and stores, perhaps. I mean, what you need is there, but... Anyway, uh, yeah, it was just a just a fantastic time. Got to hang out with some really cool people uh, and and some old friends uh, that that often live far away, and so it was cool to spend so much time uh, with them. But anyway, there it is. There's my review of Porkfest. Like I said, mostly positive. I'll see you on the other side.